Welcome, guys, on today's episode of 100 Things. We're looking at Patrick Kelly, Todd, Reynolds, Hudson, Wincott, Ling, Lee. Yeah, we're looking at the crow. Hi, everybody, and welcome to 100 Things I Learned from Movies. Uh, my name is Mark Plant. I'm one of your hosts, and this gentleman here is... Hi, guys. I'm John Watson, uh, first-time caller, long-time listener, uh, avid avid movie fan, VHS, all that sort of thing, so, um, and I'll be the co-pilot this evening, so... Uh, this podcast, 100 Things I Learned from Movies, uh, the title will vary every episode, depending on the movie that we're talking about, um, really is um, an opportunity to, some people would say deep dive, uh, probably just about skim the surface, uh, knowing, knowing you and I, uh, and cover a little bit of information on it. But more specifically, try and learn something from film. A lot of podcasts out there talk about film, and that's great. Uh, but I always like to learn something, even if it is very, very pointless. Um, so the, <laughs> the whole format of this, um, for you, listener, is that um, each of us will watch the movie separately. Uh, we will make a list of things that we've learned up to a maximum of 70 seven zero and we will then discuss them um when one of us makes a point we run through our list make sure we haven't got that as a double if it's a double it only counts for one uh and by the end of the show then the point is that we will have hopefully one hundred things. Fingers that's crossed. right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Hundred things that we've learned from uh, from this movie. Um, but I guess first of all, let's before we talk about the film that you've you've bought for us, John. Um, let's talk about um, what our history with cinema is, really. So, John, do you want do you want to go ahead and tell us what your history with film, <clears throat> cinema, movies is? Yeah, yeah. So. Childs of the 70s brought up early 80s video recorders became a thing and Gran used to sit me down and watch zombie movies and horror movies, Hammer Horror. So straight away, straight into the dark stuff, um, VHS was oh, the king. Used to go down to the video van, watched everything from Zoltan, Devil Dog, the, the Beastmaster. The video van? The video van. There was a video oh, van. Video van? Hardcore, yeah. Video van. Oh. Were you in jail? <laughs> did you grow up in prison well Pollock was pretty much prison ah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so yeah the video van would come along uh, with that rented VHS from DER that's an oldie bit of goldie and um, yeah we watched videos pretty much every weekend until someone broke into the house and stole the video so yeah that's, that's Pollock for you yeah yeah but luckily by that point um, we had Channel 4 so Channel 4 took over <laughs> and I just watched all the um, all the movies from there. Yeah, I hope you didn't watch the Blue Triangle. I was, I was trying not to say anything about that, but <laughs> as, a, as a reference for the kids, for those that those that don't know and those that are potentially overseas, the Blue Triangle was the kind of post eleven o'clock yep. at night. Yeah, like Rudy's got it. 
Filth. The band, the band season. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of band seasons on there. But yeah, yeah, that was pretty much me. But to be honest with you, Planet, I'm, I'm, I was more of a horror buff when I first started, but I just opened up to all the germs. I'm not really locked down to a specific type of film, so... Cool. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I love the idea of the, the, the video van and <laughs> wait to hear more about that as well. There's a real van. <laughs> continue on with this we we used to have a uh, uh we used to have a van that came around our coal mining village uh, that was a chippy van uh which ex- explains quite why i'm such a <laughs> fat guy uh it was it's the uh, yeah cuddly. well oh, thanks it was the uh, uh it was called the jolly fryer which if you consider that it was uh, it was nottinghamshire that I grew up <laughs> there's a there's a kind of a link there yeah um, yeah, every Thursday night, uh, fish, chips. My, my gran, funnily enough, fish, chips with my gran while my mum would go and play darts and dominoes at the local club. Uh, and me, and my, me and my gran would watch uh, uh, Question of Sport. There you go. Well, there's, uh, there's a, that's one coincidence. Uh, Thursday was our chippy day purely because my dad got paid on a Thursday. So every time he brought home his, his brown wage packet, the first thing he would do is go to the chippy and buy his old chips. So chippy nice. day <laughs> <laughs> so welcome back to Boomercast. Uh, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Gee, there's going to be people listening to this going, what the hell are they talking about? Were they in the war? I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, much, how much butter did you get, Grandad? <laughs> anyway, so my, my my history with film is not dissimilar, actually. Um my, my first real memory of watching a video um, was my fifth birthday. Um, we lived around the corner from my uh, Auntie Carol and Uncle Harold, who, of course, were not my auntie and uncle. They were my mum yeah. and dad's mates. Good friends. Uh, Harold, Harold Smith, um, who worked down the pit with my dad. Um, and when my mum would go to work on a night, point my, my parents had split up and, and got divorced when we'd got to work on a night at thornton's uh, chocolate factory uh, and Oof. i would uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah she had the golden ticket um <laughs> and i would go and, and sit there anyway for my fifth birthday um they rented on their video uh, on their vhs ghostbusters for me my fifth birthday it, it really isn't a film for a five-year-old it still is not Nope. Last watch Ghostbusters, but yeah. Um, and kind of from there on in, I, I seem to remember watching um, all the stuff that their kids who were much older than me watched. So uh, I remember watching um, American Werewolf in London. Uh, again, I'd maybe been about five or six. Um, not for children? Not <laughs> children at all. Great movie, though. Um, and um, Michael Jackson's Thriller, very much not for children. Let's, let's be honest, yeah, for, for a number of reasons. Anyway, by, by the by. Um, and then I, I grew up um, with with my mum, and, and, and when we moved in with my stepdad, when she, she met my stepdad, uh, he had a video player. I'd have been about nine. Um, and she would take me to the video shop to rent pretty much anything I wanted, including mm-hmm. uh, Beetlejuice, which I think I would have seen at nine. Robocop, which I would have seen at maybe nine or ten. Jesus. Uh, was Ro- Robocop at the time was the big stand-up cardboard cutout of Robocop uh, in front of the car. Um, yeah. and, and they had so many copies of it in the video. 2001 video in Bradford, when we moved to Bradford by the time. Um, they had so many copies of it. It was like a full wall. Uh, you know, like... It, uh-huh. you imagine all in your house just yeah, yeah. of Robocop video 
Um, and I, I must have rented that a number of times. Absolutely loved that, and 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 so on. And rented, renting videos is is really a key bit of, of of what kind of was such an important part yeah, of yeah, my life. Um, and, and then I and then I went and studied film uh, at college. Uh, any uh, any overseas listeners? I mean, college, not uh, university. Uh, and I studied film at a place that has since been demolished and is now a Morrison's, which tells you everything you need <laughs> to need know. Have you need to know Yeah, so so that's kind of my relationship with 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 film with cinema um i've always loved the cinema i've always loved films bit of an escapist um i was an only child till i was seven so you know that kind of thing i'm a, a wonderful sister but but she she's always lived away so it was always kind of sit mark down in front of the tv and just yeah. be, you know yeah and, and i'm all for that that's that's great parenting as far as i'm concerned well <laughs> <laughs> we have had an iPad, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what we do with the cats. So yeah. Yeah, we may as well continue. Um, great. Well, look. So that's that's kind of us, and that's what that's what we're about. Um, I guess we should get to the film. Do you, do you want to tell us what film you've picked for us? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, classic Crow. Purely for the fact that the only reason that it stands out is every film I've watched after it, whether it be Matrix, whether it be Underworld, that's always reminds me of The Crow because it was such a cutting-edge film. It had a lot of gothic stuff going on in it, Brandon Lee, obviously. Um, and it just it spoke to me at that time because I was around about 19, 20 when it first came out, and I was in between, believe it or not, my rave phase and my uh, rocker phase. So <laughs> it swayed me. It swayed me to the dark side. Uh, that and the fact is, I just I just love the music, and it's got one of the one of the best soundtracks I've I've heard you know for years. So, yeah, that's why I picked that one out. Great. Well, I'd have been fourteen when this came out, as we were discussing off the air. Um, and to be honest, I I, it, it, I seem to think I didn't rent this until maybe ninety six, ninety seven. So it maybe one of those that did did it hit us late? Did it come over to the UK? A year later, maybe or months no. I, th- I think it was, it was it was very underground. I think what happened was um, films before that that Brandon Lee was bringing out with things like uh, Showdown and Little Tokyo stuff like. That. So I think when it came out and he was associated, I think a lot of people just thought it was going to be a kung fu movie, no realizing behind it. So luckily, I was on the bandwagon straight away, seen it for what it was, loved it. But yeah, I think I think I think even if I remember right, even the writer of the comic was sort of not wanting Brandon Lee to be associated because he was worried that the people would just think it was going to be another Kung Fu movie. Chop socky kind of yeah, Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but luckily, once he'd met um, Brandon Lee, the style that he was going to use in the film was totally different from anything he'd done before. So, um, But I genuinely think a lot of people didn't see it because they thought Brandon Lee would just make it a karate movie. So only people that really like karate and stuff like that, and that was a very niche thing at that point, because bear in mind, karate kid and all that had already done its thing, so it was on its way out. Yeah, okay. Um, so, 94, I mean, look, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to be, be absolutely straight with you and the listeners here. Um, you, you love this movie. Um, I, I seem to remember renting it and... It was maybe at the period where I kind of started having a few beers, you know, drinking, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. while watching movies or yeah, yeah. You know, 
you're having a, a, a night out at the age of you know, 15, 16, yeah. uh, when the local pub that would serve us, and coming back and watching it. And I, th- I think I maybe tried to watch it twice, fell asleep both times. Um, <laughs> not necessarily at the time anything to do with the movie, more so to do with the fact that I was inebriated. Yeah. Um, but, but watching it all the way through for the very, very first time uh, this week, I'm going to have to level with you, mate. I think it's absolute garbage. See, <laughs> I, I hated almost everything. <laughs> it's, 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 it's proper dated now, but I think back then, bear in mind, it was, it was the first time CGI had been used for any sort of um, change or any sort of modifications to the screen. So it's the first time CGI had been used Especially obviously when he died and a, f- a few scenes he wasn't in. So, but at the time, as I say, it was extraordinary. But yeah, I, I, watching it back, I remember thinking, "Oh, this is dated." Especially the rooftop scenes, I was quite, "Oh, that's yeah." So I, I get where you're coming from. I, well, I w- we'll come to it, but those are probably the bits I like the most. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's really weird, I know, and I'm not being contrarian, although I probably am. Um, as, as 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 listeners will discover as we go on, um, but but to t- to my mind, it, it, it's remembered for one thing, isn't it? You know, it's it, it's remembered for for the the death of Brandon Lee, yeah. was of course the son of the great Bruce Lee, uh, the exceptional Bruce Lee, who who was you know a great martial artist and not a yeah. bad actor, contrary to how they made him look in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that borderline racist. Um, mm-hmm. we, we watched that again recently, and it, it, it holds up to a second watch. Um, but that particular scene is... Proper, yeah. Yeah, it really is a matter of, look at this, you know, look look at, look at our main character giving it to Bruce Lee. Kind of like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, look, we all love Brad Pitt, I know. But <laughs> you know. that was never going to happen. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. That, that was, you know, I, I believed, um, uh, you know, I believed a lot more of the stuff in there, including the, uh, uh, the, the, the flamethrower at the very, very end, yeah. more than I believed <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. that particular bit. But yeah, so the, the, the death of Brandon Lee, um, just to, because I, I don't want to, I, I kind of don't want to make it, this is a light-hearted show, but I don't want to make it, you know, light-hearted and, and oh, let's let's laugh at the death of a of an actor because yeah. it was a terrible accident. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it was, uh, a, I believe, a gun that was supposed to have blanks in it, which um, there was one in the chamber. One in the chamber, yeah. So I think it totally ch- it changed. I, t- I think it was one that it changed a lot of the gun laws when it came to film and scenes like that as well. So. Mm. Um, oh, much, is that, uh, is yeah. that something you learned from the yeah, film? Yeah, so yeah, so as much as as much as um, it happened and it was a tragedy, I think it was the catalyst for a lot of the laws to be changed when it came to handling the guns. So I think it had to go through that totally separate process. I think when it came to that, they had to be a specialist. It had to be um, had off to a specialist who would check it, even fire it, and then obviously check it again. So I think it would, everything changed um, as soon as that happened. Great. Can you uh, tick that off your list, please? If you yeah, have yeah. that on your list. Um, I also had that on my list. I had always check its blanks in a gun, uh, <laughs> which you know. I, again, I want don't I want to make it light-hearted, but uh, yeah, um, it's obviously very very sad. Um, so one ninety-nine to go. <laughs> um, right. 
so the the the, the film itself um i've made a little uh note of the description it's not my description i've taken it from imdb i don't know about you but i've got a love-hate relationship with imdb um but it, it it opens um by pointing out to us i think there's a there's a kind of a, a little crawl isn't there like a little chat crawl um by the way, we watch everything with subtitles on. I watch this with my wife, Rachel. We watch everything with subtitles on. Um, she's hard of hearing, uh, which is probably the only reason she's been able to marry me. Uh, <laughs> True that. True uh, that. And it just make you know it makes things easier for her. But actually, I've found it it, it helps me um, if I wanted to pick anything up. Yeah. Um, but it starts with it's it starts with the crawl uh, that the child's voice. People once believed that when someone dies, a crow carries their soul to the land of the dead. But sometimes something so bad happens that a terrible sadness is carried with it and the soul can't rest. Then sometimes, just sometimes, the crow can bring the soul back and put wrong things right. So that was quite interesting. And and the the first thing I learned from that um, was that, yeah, uh, that I believe it was Norse religion. Uh, or Norse kind of mythology that said that the uh, um, that the crow will do so, and I think Norse mythology generally had that kind of a lot of crow-related stuff. Is that a factoid? Is that another uh, factoid? It, it is another fact. Yeah, it's Ooh. another thing I learned. Well, whether it's a, whether these things are facts or not, it's something I learned. Did Did you have that one, John? No, uh, no, no. Uh, I was. I, was, I, was actually, <laughs> no, I didn't have that one. All right. Okay. Um. So. It, it, it opens with this, with this kind of, kind of, the on the back of the bird, on the back oh, of this the sweeping camera. <laughs> yeah, I like, I, like I, I must admit, I did like that opening for two reasons. One is because they used miniatures and they were quite good. But two, when it actually does zoom in and pan in, the first thing I thought was Ghostbusters. Oh right, yeah. Because as soon as as soon as it swooped in, I was looking at it. I'm going. I know that's Winston for Ghostbusters, and it was the first thing I'd actually seen Emily Hudson and anything else. So it was just such a surprise to see the fourth Ghostbuster. What? As a, as what, a else have we, what else have we seen Ernie Hudson in? He's in nothing. <laughs> I don't think he is. <laughs> he's in nothing, and that's a real shame because I think he's a lot of fun in this. I liked him. I, I thought he was a good yeah. character in it. First when yeah. I first saw him, I thought, "Oh, here we go." But no, no, it was it was it was, it was good to see Ernie doing something that wasn't. Ghost related? Yeah. No, yeah, it, was, it is ghost related though, isn't well, again, it? Well, again, it is, but it's a flesh yeah. bones. So. I ain't afraid of no crows. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that works. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought exactly the same as you. And, and the more I watched it, the more I've decided um, it, 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 it's taught me one thing. Um, models are miles better than CGI. Yeah. It should be CGI. Mod- models and miles a lot, lot more yeah. see, see when, when I first originally seen the film as well and I was quite taken with the first half of the film because it's 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 like that it's quite dark all the way through the, the first sections of the film but then um, when I read about the director's work he originally wanted it to be uh, black and white Mm. He, he wanted to shoot it, shoot it all in black and white but I think obviously they had some concerns regarding it so I think what they did with it was fine, but if it was, too, it was black and white all the way through, I don't think a lot of things would work. But yeah, I I know what you mean, and I think what they did instead was the the bits, the kind of because 
the bits that were meant to be happening in the past, the kind of the flashbacks to, to, yep. to that night um, were meant to be colour. But in the end, I think they just saturated it. So they, they had all the other scenes were really dark and, and that was particularly saturated. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah, so, had a lot of reds. A lot of reds through the flashback scenes as well. Yeah, yeah there is. Um, I, I, by the way, I, I, I class my point three as excellent model work. Models beat CGI. So, and, and already I know people are going, oh, come on, you can't just have opinion. Well, I might have a bit of opinion here, <laughs> uh, I'm afraid. Um, yeah, so... The opening on this one is that it's October the 30th, which is Devil's Night. Yes. So that was the first thing I thought that was a thing. I didn't even know that was a thing. I just thought Halloween, done, and that's it. Yeah. um, In England, certainly the north of England, I know it as Mischief Night. Really? Well, Yeah, Mischief Night. Basically, it means little scrotes can run around smashing windies and (laughs) putting bananas up. That was... Exhaust that was, that was, that. That was Pollock every day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Mischief month, yeah. So I, I, so yeah, so I learned that it's also called Devil's Night. So you can have that as a factoid, then. That's something uh, you can. Right? That's number four. That's number four. We've got. Um, I, I, I initially thought it was set during Purge Night, uh, uh, but then I realised. <laughs> 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 exactly. Exactly. Um, Okay, so um, it, it, there's a scene of a crime, and and Shelley, the character Shelley Webster, who's played by Sophia Sheenas, who I didn't recognise from anything. Yeah, uh, she, yeah, she's not been in much at all, to be honest. She's been she's been beaten. She's been sexually assaulted, raped. So yep, yep. Um, and Eric Draven, who is her fiance, has been stabbed, shot. And thrown out, thrown out a window. window. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, that, Rasputin's got nothing <clears throat> on this guy. Yeah. He's, he really did. He really did have a bad night. <laughs> this guy would have, uh, this guy would have, would have, would have trumped anybody upset in the, uh, uh, the Royal family in, <laughs> in, in Russia. You know. Well, that's it. So when the, the opening scene, when does cut in and it shows you, the flashbacks alone, which we talk about, <clears throat> it, it never actually shows you the main character. It doesn't actually show you Brandon Lee at all. So it literally could be anybody in that opening scene. Yeah, so literally, I think it just, it's a POV point of view just to show someone walking in, someone throwing a, a, a knife at them, then I'm getting shot and then getting thrown out the window. But I don't think you actually get to see the character at all. Yeah. Right, okay. That That's interesting. I didn't realise that. That's So you only see him kind of a year later is yeah that, the only that, time the next time you see him yeah is is that scene where he's, he's crawling out yeah so if you look, uh, 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 to be honest i didn't actually realize that until i watched, <laughs> watched right <it. laughs> i don't yeah. realize you actually didn't see his face so is that another fact is that another fact uh, we can have that yeah if you want that's uh we're on five uh i'm gonna stop making count but that's uh that's where we are now uh, i'm writing them down and uh, i'll 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 make a point and get, get there. Um, I, to be honest, I, I struggle to see a lot of stuff because although we're watching it on the TV in the lounge, um, the DVD, DVD that we got from um, CEX, because mm-hmm. it's not currently streaming unless you want to pay five quid for it. And You wouldn't. I did not. Um, <laughs> we bought it from CEX for two quid. Um, and, and, and I think if, for the more of these that we do... <coughs> 
I will try and buy all of the films just for posterity more than anything else. Yeah. Um, so we watched it in four three. So really, I, I you know I should have gone and bought myself a. Uh, I should have gone to the tip and picked up an old boxy uh, CRT telly. Um, so we watched that. But I did notice that. Shelley, she's still alive at that point. They bundle yeah. her into Ecto One. <clears throat> uh, I think it's Ecto One anyway, or one of those. It looks like Ecto One. Yeah, it yeah. does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they fire into that, um, and the, the, like it's really grim because the the cop says like there's, there's there's another cop, and he says who gets married on Halloween? Something about oh they were getting married tomorrow. And yeah, yeah. The, on the, Halloween. The red and, name is Halloween. Who gets and, married on Halloween? And Ernie Hudson <laughs> says like not them or something. <clears throat> That's dark. Brutal. <laughs> yeah, it really was. <laughs> you know, that really, that really sets it up. You know, and it kind of like, all right, okay, this, uh, this, this episode of Police Squads, you know, really grim. Well, that's, um, that's when I when I saw that, especially when I saw that, but especially when they were in the apartment um, and they were talking, I thought the rest of the police were in a bit of quite derogatory. So the worry was that um, Ernie Hudson character was going to be just like another bad cop, but it wasn't until they actually got down to the ambulance that he had to, he lied, if I remember right, he lied to Hart and he lied to uh, the young girl Sarah in it, and at that point you realise that, hang on a second, this guy's has to try to protect them and, and try, try to be a good cop, so sure. um, at that point that's when I knew that, that he was going to be sort of the, 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 the I was going to say hero, but he was going to be the ally in it. Right, okay, that's and that's really interesting. Is that a fact? That well, yeah, because at the end of the day, because the, the, the character of Dermond was pretty much straight away, because as soon as he left, the, the that, as soon as he had the conversation with the high-ranking officer, that, that Dr. Morrow was then basically just telling him that he's, been, he's now a beat cop because he stuck his nose in somewhere. So when he walked away from that situation, as soon as he met the, 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 the Shelley character, spoke to her, Tried to reassure her, and then when the young girl came, so pretty much straight away he was lying to protect both her feelings. So I thought that was a, a, a sort of a nice touch. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, you kind of go into the apartment. Um, in fact, I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself there. You don't go to the apartment. <laughs> um, yeah, and 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 then you meet Sarah. You said she was called, didn't you, Sarah? Yeah, Sarah. So it's a little sort of thing. It's just like a, a young kid that hangs about. Um, because I think, I don't know, it doesn't really go into any detail, but I think she is maybe a fan of either um, Brandon Lee's music because she's got a couple of records because he's um, the lead singer of a, that fictional band is A Hangman's Joke. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think later on in the film, she is listening to one of his, his records. So it could well be that she's a real like a fan that hangs about with them or they've just sort of taken that in. It doesn't actually go into detail to say why. Yeah. She says something like, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm friends. I hang out there and you kind of go, yeah. okay. Hanging out with a child. But yeah. Then it's, it's later on, you, you find out that her mum's not a very, uh, yeah. She's not a bit very, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, and then it, um, and then and then it flashes uh, and then it flashes forward a year, doesn't it? Yeah. So straight away, it's, that's it's, it's strange because <clears throat> when all the flashes happen, all the narrations done by that young girl we we're talking about, that Sarah, um, I can't Rich, Rochelle Davies. Sorry, I've got her name right now. So she, that young girl does all the narration. At first, when I first watched the movie, I, I didn't rate it because it was a kid. I thought 
Brandon Lee would have been done a, a lot better job. But watching that, it, it actually made sense because she's quite a softly spoken character anyway. And it seems that every time the main characters are talking, especially at the beginning, they're always shouting or dying or the other. So it was quite a contrast to having a, like a young, sort of soothing voice talking over the narration as it was to have sort of Brandon Lee just shouting at the camera all the time. So yeah. I, I like that touch. That was quite good. Um, and then the, the, crow, the crow again, the back of that bloody puppet, uh, <laughs> flying and it lands on, on his grave taps away at the grave, which is quite blatantly polystyrene. Yeah, uh, you can see bits of it flicking off. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, and then that that wakes him up, and he, he comes out of the he comes out of the thing and out the mud, screaming and shouting. And all I could think was was that bit out of um, Ace Ventura: Pet Detective Two, where he's coming out the, the rhino's the, the arms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 kind of being birthed by the oh, not 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 obviously not arse. He's been birthed by the rhino, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that ruined it for me. That you know, like I was just getting into it, and then I thought, oh, I can't. <laughs> you can't do it. See, see the, the thing that I liked about it is um, that it's no that scene. Obviously, with him coming coming to the grave, I, I thought it was just uh, it wasn't the best. But what I did like was um, I don't know if you remember before he came out, um, the young girl, the Sarah character. Remember that from years ago she, when she was going through the grave, she was actually picking up single. Um, flowers from each of the graves which I thought was really either really respectful or disrespectful because she could have just grabbed them all whereas she was just grabbing individual ones so she could make up a bunch for uh, Eric and uh, Shelley so I thought so it was quite a basically stealing flowers she was stealing flowers but she was stealing individual flowers so it was just one from each grave so even though they had um, <laughs> they had yeah. um, lots of flowers she would only take one from each grave and she, she could have had loads. Of, she could have she had loads. She could have had all the bouquets. Dad, granddad, like a, like a wreath, exactly. uh, and uh, like one with a teddy bear. She could have went to town, but she didn't. She was quite respectful of the dead. <laughs> well, that's the only time anyone's respectful of the dead in this movie. Uh, <laughs> so he goes back to the apartment, and it's like all first person. It's like that bit in that Doom movie with Carl Urban. <laughs> Yeah, it's it again. I'm like, wow, because I, I quite remember liking that particular bit of that film. That yeah, yeah, it was a good. I, I did like that. That was, was, was brilliant. <laughs> I felt motion sick after it. Um, so he gets back to the apartment and it's burnt out or whatever. Obviously, you know, a year later, no one's done anything with it. Um, See, that bit annoyed me because bear in mind, it's a year later, it's run down, no one's done anything with it, but the tape is still in the door as if no one's been in it. So it's been lying, lying there a year. Why is it no one's got into it and smashed it all up or something? Because oh, bear in mind, all the windows are still there. Everything's all still in the department. So it just that a bit annoyed me. That's that's fair enough. Yeah. E- e- even the bloody um, skeleton that they had in front of the door, <laughs> yeah. they're still there. I'm thinking, you know what, this isn't right. <laughs> that's not real. I think um, that happened. Well, it was Halloween after all. Uh, so he... He remembers what's got what 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 happened. He remembers the attackers, um, and then he paints his face. Which, uh, I mean, the, the 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 point I made was that was um, that was the, um, the 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 proto why so serious Joker shit Halloween costume that everybody yeah. does now. You know, I remember when people used to 
you know, used to go around kind of, oh, I'm the crow, I'm the crow. Yeah, all right, mate, whatever. And there's lots of just white uh, lipstick on and just a couple of bits of that, ink down the eyes. That's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, which oh, I was quite interesting. The music for that, though, I must admit, the, 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 um, the music for that, I think it was The Cure, did the music for that segment. That that bit, I've really enjoyed that bit because that, that song, Burn, was a, 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 at the time was... Uh, a really good choice for that that section, so I really enjoyed that. But yeah, I think they, I think the the makeup as well. They didn't they didn't get the makeup department to do it because I think when they did it, I, I don't know if it's one of these myths like the Heath Ledger thing. He did his own makeup for uh, the Dark Knight's Joker, but apparently um, the director wasn't happy with it, and Brandon himself did it. But I'm I'm not I'm not too sure. It just seems like the urban myth that goes with every. Buddy that wears makeup, to be honest. It's maybe not true. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Um, this this gang, this gang or something, uh, I thought they were like either a bunch of WWF rejects. Uh, <laughs> With or, the names. Or, or it was it was Hans Gruber's gang from Die Hard. You know, there's the blonde <laughs> guy, there's the yeah. black guy, there's the, yeah. there's the geeky guy. Um, so it was, 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 was uh, you know, that's all I could think of. Um, yeah, the, the names are unbelievable. Tintin and, and um, Fun Boy and uh, T Bird, Skank. Yeah. There's uh, it's just oh, the names are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. Like really, kind of. This is like the this is like the the pro. Like this is pre dirtbag kind of scumbags in films, isn't it? This is like oh yeah the, yeah. The, this is well before they they, they done. And I think that was of why everyone was sort of. Well, why set a lot of trends as well because there was a lot a lot going on but I think the people that they used for the the gang um what especially the T-Bird character uh David Patrick Kelly who I remember from the Warriors because that, that the clinking of those bottles just will always haunt me I think um, I, I made I made this point to Rachel I said you know him and because and, we, we, usually she's really good at saying who somebody is from something I says you know him but 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 you yeah you won't remember it because you hate it. Rachel hated the Warriors. We, we what? Turned it she hated it. It's one of my favourite films. And you're still married, huh? Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's great for divorce, if I'm honest. Um, but he's he's Warriors. Come on, yeah. You were those bottles then? That, that oh, it's, it's um, that's. But seeing him in this, it was it was it was the voice. As soon as I seen, I think there was a scene where they were doing. Um, they were um, setting up a, a, a bomb and the arcade. And I remember as soon as he opened his mouth and as soon as he started talking, I'm thinking, that's that's taking me back to New York, 1979. That's, that's- Mate, I thought this looked very kind of dirty Detroit, very much like Robocop. But you know who else he is? And and it, it's, it's it, you know what else he was in? What, what his other kind of... He's, he's in, um, he's in um, Twin Peaks. Um but but that's not the main thing that that, that Rachel knew him from. Uh, he's he's Sully in Commando. Hey Sully, remember I said I'd give oh you my god. Hand. That's what you said. Yeah, you said that. <laughs> I lied. Yeah, he's Sully. That's him, Sully. Uh, yeah. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> he's got that really. You know, there's the bit where he's he's following. I, I forget what the, the the actress is called in um in Commando, but he's following her and chatting her up and 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 like really kind of creepy. Just just. Before Arnold kind of gets him, um, 
but yeah, he's really kind of he's an awful kind of person, isn't he? Like, he really is. It was in on it was in um twenty four um was it twenty four hours? The Eddie Murphy. Is that which I, I know what you mean. Yeah, I've never seen it. I know the movie. But I think it's in that. But yeah, I, I think when, especially when you see his character as well, it's and he's surrounded by all the, the the idiots. It's it's weird because he's a he's a good choice for it. But I think I picked up straight away that his character was being led, especially when they're in that arcade as well, and you've seen him with these high tech explosives. You're thinking, right, this is sort of an organised crime thing going on. Um, but no, I think I think as a bunch, they were just yeah, they, they kind of worked, they kind of didn't. That skank character, I just brought nothing to the table. I don't really understand why he was there. <laughs> well, we'll we'll certainly come to we'll come to skank, but come the first, skank. first ones, Tintin, uh, not to be confused with Teesside Tintin, um, and he's the guy with all the knives, isn't he? Well. Yeah, so I think his, his name is Lawrence, Lawrence Mason, and believe it or not, I watched a film called Hackers um, with John, Johnny Lee Miller, um, and he is one of the gang, and he's really dweeby. So he, I think it was made the year after. So even in this, he's built up, and Hackers is like this dweeby nerd. So it was he certainly hasn't been pigeonholed. He literally went from being Tintin built like that to this redweeby thing and, and hackers. Oh, right. Okay. That's, I mean, that's a deep, that's a deep cut. Well done. <laughs> Angelina, Angelina Jolie. That's a classic, that, that hackers. I couldn't believe he was in it though. That's where she, that's where she and um, John Lee Miller John met. Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That fateful day. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. moved on to, well, I, I guess that's a fact. She moved on to Billy Bob Thornton after that. Wow, she she upgraded. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, from uh, from from pretend Scottishman to pretend not sleazy bastard. <laughs> uh, uh, so my blood, my blood. <laughs> yeah, wear my blood around your neck. <laughs> yeah, it's just gross. Not known for my accents. Um, so uh, yeah, there's like a knife fight. Uh, yeah, you know, you bring a gun to a knife fight kind of job. Um, and does he? Does he? He steals. He's, yeah, he steals his coat, doesn't he? So yeah, that's oh, where he, that's he, it, yeah. Where he gets the the, the actual coat. But because uh, I, I think <clears throat> I think that that's when, that's when you realise that he has got abilities and they can see through the crow's eyes. So when he's throwing the the knives, you can obviously get a better idea where he's going to throw it or something like that because it shows you the sort of view from the crow's side of things. So. So he, 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 he notices that um, he notices that he's sold the ring, didn't he? He goes to the pawnbrokers. So yeah, I, was, I, I remember um, the ring thing, and this will be, I don't know. It's not an IMDb. I know that for a fact. But um, apparently, the whole ring thing came from something. It was, and you're saying it looked like Detroit. I think it was based in Detroit because. Um, the writer James O'Barr came from Detroit, yeah. um, and apparently, in one of the news articles in a Detroit newspaper, he seen that a young couple were killed or murdered um, for a twenty-dollar engagement ring. So I think that's where that part of the story comes into it. Because in in the actual beginning, when you see it all happening, there's no mention of a ring. There's no 
sort of doesn't look like they're stealing anything. So I was just, I was always curious as to where, why, why the engagement ring came in, and it's basically because he'd read it in an article. Okay. Okay, so that's us on nine. Good stuff. Another um, going. <laughs> now, th- this this is is one of my favourite bits because he goes to Gideon's. Oh. You, you've seen Gideon. You know Gideon yeah. out of a lot of stuff. <laughs> he's in a lot of stuff. Gideon's yeah, in, in Miller's Crossing. He's brilliant. In, have you seen Miller's mm-hmm. Crossing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, yeah he was he's great. He was, he was a real favourite. Jo- John Polito, he's called. He's a real favourite of the uh, of the Coens, and sadly dead. Now he died, and and this is the thing. I said to Rachel, well, he only died last year, and, she, and I think she looked him up. She was like, "You do realise he died in 2016?" And I went, "What? No way! What? Yeah, he's been dead four years, over four years." Um, I know, yeah. Um, but he's he's brilliant. He's got this this ratty little kind of little pencil drawn on moustache type thing, and mm-hmm. you know, real kind of like Italian American kind of greasy art, oh, awful character um and then um he lets him live um so that he can tell the gang but but sets him on fire there's nothing better in my eyes than (laughs) a man on fire in a film i love love. when somebody says the name of the movie in the movie i love that yeah Uh, when when there's a guy quite blatantly in a big coat big padded coat kind of writhing around on fire see every scene of the thing. <laughs> uh, you know that kind of stuff um, but yeah he um he fills the um he fills the the shotgun shotgun for rings. rings yep now look i don't know anything about guns uh, at all because i'm not american uh <laughs> um would would that work? So I think it's um, he before that happens. Remember, he knocks over petrol on a concrete Good. floor. So I think if you shoot it and it was to when it was to spark off the floor, it would it would cause a fire. But no, and and I do realise that. But what I'm what I'm getting at is is there is there shells in the this is Shaun of the Dead reference? Is there shells in, <laughs> in the gun before he fires it? So yeah, I think there's shells. There need to be shells. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't even question that. I just thought, hang on a second. He's got. A f- Say that. No, no. Does he not cock the gun first? I'm sure he cocks it and then puts. Cock it. Cock it. <laughs> Short of the dead reference. <laughs> uh, we'll have to do Short of the Dead. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, I thought that was really interesting. Um, yeah, I, 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 I did like that. Uh, um, yeah, I, I think. Is it Jalan? Um, Julian Gildian, his name is. I can't remember the character's name, but yeah, I think it was. It was a great. It comes into it later on, and it's quite upfront and quite funny. But yeah, he has, he has a good, good actor. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, right. Uh, oh, we 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 missed the bit that um, there's a bit where um, Ernie Hudson's getting a hot dog uh, a little bit before, and Sarah comes along on the skateboard. That damn skateboard. Do you uh, know what that? Kid. Get off the skateboard, man! That 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 scene, just that scene, and it's not it's not necessarily the the the, the whole scene. Just the scene where she's gone up and she actually goes up to the hot dog stand. Now that hot dog stand, uh, Max's dogs looks like a health hazard on its own, but it's, it's I don't know if you've noticed, but it's actually bolted to a condemned building. <laughs> Literally just bolted bolted it onto a condemned building, which made it look even worse. That's brilliant. <laughs> Do you want to? 
do you want mustard with your roaches? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Luckily, I had the Blu-ray copy so I could see the background, but it was definitely like a condemned derelict building. <laughs> wow. Anyone that says you don't go the whole hog for this show by oh, uh, buying, buying the my, Blu-ray. Had, had my glasses and everything on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rachel, my wife, she, she pointed out that um, it's this movie that taught her to put mustard under the hot dog. <laughs> Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's right, because that's the only... It's probably not something I learned, but it's certainly something she learned. We're on 10, by the way. We're a tenth of the way there. Well, uh, I am. I am, I don't mind having um, onions, even though apparently they make you fart big time. Uh, did you, well, yeah, oh, you learned that as well, did you? Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. We're on 11. Um, but, but the onions are in this little tiny bowl, and he gets like a little teaspoon and puts yeah. them on. The tiny body. How cold and slimy and yeah. awful are those? Oh, no thanks. Right. I need I need fresh fried. They need to be fried to death in black. They gotta be hot. Um, and then some joyriders go by, and he's like, ah, "I'm off duty." <laughs> You're like, "What?" Uh, yeah, <laughs> let it go. Just let it go. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever. Um, and and I I don't know where I've I've missed this. You're maybe gonna have to drag me back to the bit. This is I've made a note to say. Um, um, I think it's maybe when he's fighting Tintin, um, he remembers that he's remembering stuff that, that, that him and Shelley did in the, in the thing. And there's a chip pan fire at one point. Like, yeah. And he just says restaurant. <laughs> yeah. He says restaurant, but he, he puts the lid on it. Uh, and just, just for anybody that, uh, that, that, that's listening at home, if you do have a chip pan fire, it's exactly what you do. You don't throw water on hot oil, uh, hot fat, as we as we learned at school. There you go. So, are, we, are we putting that down as a fact? Oh, absolutely, we are, mate. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you don't you don't throw water on a on a fat fire. Um, yeah. Get a lid on it. You put a lid on it, or you put a, a damp tea towel over it, uh, which cuts off the oxygen. Uh, we're, 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 it's a public service. This show. Yeah. Oh God, it's it's all about it's all about health and safety right now. That's why we're warning against going to Maxie's hot dogs. <laughs> That's right. Um, while he's in Gideon's, I'm, I'm sorry, I've realised I've missed a few points here. While he's in Gideon's, he uh, he, he quotes. Uh, he, he uses Edgar a line. Po. Edgar um, po. It is. It's Edgar Allan Poe. It's the Raven. The Raven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. That episode. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That, that, uh, you know what? That was, it was such an iconic thing as well at the time. Um, because I think the Raven was quite Edgar Allan Poe was a big a big thing at the beginning of the 90s there was a lot of Edgar Allan Poe stuff coming out reworked and stuff so I think that's probably why they didn't put it in there but yeah rapping on your tame chamber door that's the one I, I think it I think it had hit the, the, the kind of the point where you no longer had to pay for it mm-hmm. uh, so everybody including Tim Burton was like oh I'm cookie this is cookie let's do something cookie <laughs> yeah. So as, so when when he when 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 he obviously does that, or when he when he comes in and raps, apparently he when he smashed that window, he apparently uh, cut himself on the breakaway glass. Did uh, he? Ah, uh, yeah. So, uh, which I think is strange because if you look at the film in context, he smashes it, goes in, sticks a knife through it in his hand. Yet apparently Brandon Lee cut himself that bad, and was maybe bleeding that badly. And then when you look at the film, you can see that Giddings one that's got the blood soaked rag. That, uh, rag around his hand. Oh, so, right. Which I thought was quite weird. So you can cut yourself on breakaway glass? Well, yeah, it wasn't made to happen. I think it was just maybe an accident, but yeah, he definitely he cut himself on the, the breakaway glass. So, yay. 
I I was I was a little bit um, of a poindexter here um, and decided that, that bearing in mind the Raven by Edgar Allan Poe mm. and the movie's called The Crow. So I, I did a bit of Googling. Uh, a crow and a raven aren't the same creature. <gasps> They're both carrying. They're both from the same family. Um, but crows are smaller and ravens are bigger with a bigger beak. I'm putting that down as a fact because I, I didn't know, know that. You, I you, and the same. Both, you and me both. Wow. Uh, mind blown. We're on 15. Jesus. My mind is totally blown. We're doing not bad. There you go. It's uh, it's amazing the things you learn. Because uh, I just all it was was it prompted me just to think, hang on a second. The movie's called The Crow, not The Raven. <laughs> um, so the next guy. Um, it's weird because in the film, uh, he's uh, when he's in Gideon's, um, he's, he's going through the rings, so he doesn't. He's actually not looking at rings. He's just shutting his eyes and getting the memories from. So uh, it was, it's weird because you could see he's got. He can get memories. He can get memories from anything he touches, whether it be um, human, metal, or anything. But even though he's got that great ability, the thing that I found <laughs> the best thing to have this superpower would be to see through the eyes of the crow. Because I don't know about you, but uh, back in the eighties, there was a film called Beastmaster. Don't you remember yeah, it? I do. But yeah, he had the ability. He had the psychic ability and could see everything that his heart could see. And as a young kid, I thought it was probably the best, best superpower in the world. Not <laughs> 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 touching an animal. I just, I just want to see. That's probably why I like droning. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, is he having it in a bird's eye view? Yeah, I don't know. Fair enough, mate. Um, so the next one's Fun Boy. Hey, Fun Boys, get a room. Uh, <laughs> um, Michael Massey, what do we know him from? So, uh, oh, you've missed a big massive bit, I think. So oh, what have I missed? I think there's a bit where T-Bird goes into a club called Trash and meets... Um, a character called, I think it's Gage, who just happens to be yeah. on a legend, Tony Todd. Tony Todd. Tony Todd, he, the Candyman. The sharpest suit. Oh, he was. He was sharpest suit. See, when, when I when I seen that, yeah, yeah. When I seen him in this, I was raging because bear in mind, I think um, he had done Candyman and the remake of Night of Living Dead. So I thought he was going to be like the horror master. And then when I seen this, I was quite annoyed because I thought he's just going to be a henchman, but actually had quite a big part in the film anyway. But Tony Todd, what a legend. But see when, when I was going to see when, um, I don't know if you noticed this, but when T-Bird walked into the club, there's pictures of all the bands that have played in the club. And he, the only picture he touched was um, Hangman's Joke. He actually, that was the only one he touched. So when I first seen the film, I actually thought that the gang members knew Eric Draven's character before they killed him. I thought it was oh. like a, but obviously turns out it didn't, but I thought it was just about weird how the, all the pictures he touched, he only touched that one. Yeah, this 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 bar's funny. Like Dala is um, oh, the pit. Mom and she works there. Yeah, yeah, the pit. And then she's off, she's off, uh, off duty. Off having fun with the boy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, she's like some sort of, you know, real kind of hussy, isn't she? Some real kind of yeah, crackhead type character. Yeah, she is like that. Yeah, it's, it's a shame because you obviously feel for the Sarah character considering that's met by mum, but her mum's just giving her money just to go away and stuff like that. So yeah, it was a bit... Um, 
in the um, I've missed loads of facts actually. We're gonna have to go back to those. But the um, the, the when when he goes into the he, he goes to confront Funboy uh, and he shoots him and he's like ah ah when he shoots him in the hand, isn't he? He's screaming mm-hmm. and then he starts laughing and I was like, that's real proto Joker stuff. Yeah, you know, that really is. You know, that's the kind of thing that you would you would expect. I, I that was the, the first bit of the movie. I was kind of like, that's some pretty that's some pretty fun acting. That's a pretty mm-hmm. fun kind of yeah know, fun kind of thing. And that, um, was, that was that was for CGI as well. There with the hand. All oh, right, okay, CGI yeah. the best. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, uh, oh, Eric he shoots Eric, and then he injects him. Is that right? I'm, I'm right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's in. So, um, he, yeah. So he tells a joke, gives the 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 and keeper three nails and says, "Can you hang? Oh, uh, put me up for the night." So, which I thought was a really rubbish joke, but obviously it was a small enough joke. But yeah, he shoots him, um, and he drags him in. But I don't know if you noticed when he drags him into the bathroom, it's one of the brightest scenes in the film. Oh right, okay. So if you look at it, it's one of the brightest, and I think it's either got to do with the fact that. Darla's mum's in there and he forces her to look at herself in the mirror um, because there's a, I think there's a, a really powerful sort of um, bit of monologue that says, uh, mother's name of for God on the lips and hearts of all children and then obviously proceeds to, to get the, the morphine out of her. But I think the, the reason it's so well lit is because he obviously leads her to, I don't think it would have worked if it was really dark, do you know what I mean? So I think that's probably why it was one of the, the, one of the brightest scenes in the film. Okay. Um, he then takes the kind of take takes the the morphine out of her and says morphine's really bad for you or something. Go mm. back to your daughter, and I'm like, yeah, okay. your daughter's waiting. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, wasted, okay. wasted money on that morphine. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, what's the next scene? Um, so- the next scene um, after that is basically uh, the T-Bird. The, the, the biggest bit is the T-Bird's death scene where him and Skank are looking for road beers. Yeah. Um, before, there's a bit before that, though, in the um, in the police station. I've made some notes. Um, the, the, he's in the police station kind of looking at all the details. The rest of the department thinks that like, oh, it's great news that they're, that they're all being killed. Right, um, yeah, yeah. And, he and Albrecht he... doesn't. Um, smoking on duty was okay in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. I have that it, was, it, was the, it was all the rage. Yeah, <laughs> smoking on duty is fine. But also, if, even if you're just a beat cop, you can also just simply take files home with you. Uh, well, I think, I think yeah, I think that's probably why he was demoted because if, 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 if throughout the film, they're always making digs about why he... Uh, was demoted from being uh, a detective because he kept poking his nose into other people's business. So I think that's probably why he was demoted to a beat cop. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that that makes sense. So the next scene um, um, is Gideon and Top Dollar, and we like Top Dollar because uh, he's. Um, He's out of Robin Hood, isn't he? Yes, he really is. That, that voice, that unmistakable voice. I can't yeah. remember the this character's name and um, Prince of Thieves, but yeah, he's, he's right in there. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, I'm going to cut his heart out with a spoon. With a spoon, yeah. Why a spoon, dear cousin? 
Because it's dull, you idiot. It'll hurt more. Oh, God. Uh, Alan Rickman, what a legend. R.I.P., yeah. What a legend. Um, but, yeah, I, I think Wincott, British, of course, been in everything, hasn't he? Been in yep. loads, loads of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so He's been kind of pigeonholed, to be honest. I think he's well, always, he's always well, a baddie, isn't he? English and, English and in Hollywood. Yeah, that's the standard, though, isn't it? Julian <laughs> um, stands all over again. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. Um, so he stabs Gideon, kills Gideon, uh, with, with a sword. All of a sudden, we're on the swords in the movie. Yeah, they've got a katana, isn't it? Yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, no, he doesn't know. He's, he's, he's got like a, a like a old-school fencing sword, doesn't it? Right. Yeah, he's got quite a few swords. Yeah, he's got a collection. Um, and then, like, and I couldn't quite figure out, was she called Micah or Mika? Micah. Yeah, yeah. and that's, that's Bai Ling. You'll have seen her in loads of stuff. If you've seen any um, 90s kind of... Uh, Hong Kong type movies. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen Dumplings? No, <laughs> no. D- Dumplings is um, basically she's um, she makes dumpling like as in as in you know Chinese food dumplings. Oh right, uh, so that's what you meant. I've seen the other one, <laughs> Dumplings. <laughs> <laughs> no, she makes dumplings and and they um, they make women young. They they give women young. Um, they keep them young, and and, and the, the the twist is that she's she's making it out of um, uh, aborted fetuses. Uh, it's really grim. Yeah, it, is, it is bleak as you like, um, but it's it's quite a good movie. Um, but yeah, she's 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 crazy in that. I think I, I remember her from. Is she in one of the Crank movies as well? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's where I remember her from. Yeah, she's she's proper kind of like comedy action type star. Yeah. Um, it says here something about being his lover and half sister. Half sister. One of the greatest yeah. things I learned from my sister. I remember that. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like she's she's your sister. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, so T Bird and Skank, as you say, they're going for some. What did you call them? Car beers. Uh, no road road beers. Road from beers smokes, from smokes and road beers. Smokes and road smokes beers. And I'm going to put that down as a fact because I didn't know there was such a thing as road beers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it turns out it's a thing. Um, um, but yeah, um, he goes in and uh, Brandon's sitting in the back, just yeah. waiting. Uh, so, one of the worst car chases I've ever seen. So one of the wor- worst. Exactly. It was. It, I don't understand why he got the cops' attention when he could have just sort of slowed down. <laughs> Instead, he just wound them up. <laughs> it was like, and, and the crash at the end is kind of like a Hollyoaks car crash. Really exactly. Bad. I thought in between us that little car. If it was if it was uh, yellow, it would have been the in between us car. <laughs> it was like a panda, wasn't it? But that, but that, um, that descent, the the one, the T bird descents, maybe is classed as one of the sort of greatest. At that time, death scenes, because I think it's more to do with the music as well. It's quite a poignant thing, especially as an arsonist has gone up in flames. It's uh, it's got a, a lovely. Yeah. Structure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That is quite clever. Yeah. <laughs> um, and at, at that point, um, they're back at the like he's he's uh, Albrecht's back at the um, hot dog stand. Like the guy's always at the hot dog stand. Yep, I love um, the hot dog. And, and you and you notice that they've got a jar of pickled eggs. I didn't know pickled eggs were an American thing as well. Well, I, th- I didn't realise it was because it looked green. I thought they were green. 
Technical debt is, is an American thing, so I've made a note of that. I thought I'll get that one. Yeah, and then it's just a Simpsons. Oh, of course it is, yeah. The yeah, black they're always, yeah, always in there with a the black egg. Um, and then he jumps in the car with his coffee without putting a lid on it. I mean, look, mate, we've all, th- we've all had a coffee in the car, like, you know. Yeah, but safety first. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Um, yeah, so, and that's the bit where I think um, it, it's the next morning. So I, I never got this. It was kind of like, it's a year later, and it, all this is happening on um, Mischief Night or yep, Devil's Night. Night or whatever. Yep. But then it's the next morning. But then later on in the, the movie, it's kind of like, um, yes, and it's and it's one year ago. And you're like, whoa, steady on. Is it a year ago or is it yeah. a year and a day ago, mate? Come on. Yeah, yeah. make up your mind. Yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. As, well, uh, that's, and that, the thing, I know that whole scene, because I think there was a scene where he was in the, the police station, wasn't it? Um, and what they were doing, they, was, they were showing him pictures of this body fused to this car, and he straight away, he's like, oh, T-Bird? He's like, yeah. hang on a second, how do, how do you know? Because he literally just says, it's the, the body's unrecognisable, we're going to ID him with his teeth. Yeah, he's oh, it's, that's T Bird. Like, how how do you know? <laughs> how do you know, know this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Dala tries to make a breakfast. Sarah she says, "I don't like sausages or something." Uh, really weird. Um, yeah, I don't like eggs. Uh, that's it. I don't like eggs. Who's like? I liked eggs? them when I was nine. Who doesn't he? No <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then we go back to the um, back to the. Um, is it the apartment one? PD. No, we go back to the police department. Uh, and that detective guy who looked a little bit like Robert Davy uh, in Die Hard, you know, the, the kind of the... Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. You're talking about the, the sort of with port, the port, skin, port face. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, you're suspended for misconduct because the chief said. You're kind of like, I what? Know. Hang on a second. And then the chief comes in and goes, yeah, yeah, you're suspended. And I'm like, oh, mate, you know, you tell him. <laughs> don't... don't, <laughs> don't don't let some boy from the the detectives tell you. Exactly. But right, is he? Go, he's no HR. He's no HR. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, dude, we had got two. Um, oh, hang on. Uh, oh, the wrong out by the by the guy. So department. yeah, so the the grease department. Uh, so um, Sarah goes to Eric's apartment. And there's the the funny thing with um, with this place is not the apartment as such, but the um, um, the whole town is that it's kind of like it's it's Halloween now, and they make the point that like now's Halloween, uh, and, and kind of you see like a group of kids really scarily dressed, kind of like masks and all this kind of thing. There was no sexy nineties, no sexy cats in the nineties, were there? At Halloween, no, you know, certainly not. There wasn't, you know, like kind of nurses or anything. You know, it was just just horrific, scary kind of. Uh, yeah yeah scary faces and i was like oh this is awful um so because oh, when she goes back and sees him goes to actually see that it's him yeah 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 um yeah because you don't actually see him because you don't when uh, i think when you see him he's i think it's a double because when he's standing at a window the sun comes through and you never like to get to, get to see his face so that's definitely the wonderful. back of him and i made the note um this is another instance of proof you can put a wig on anyone when your star isn't available. <laughs> Pretty see, much, yeah. <laughs> see, see also those Hobbit movies and Harry Potter. Uh, <laughs> okay, smaller person. But you yeah. know, um, they, they actually had uh, a mask. 
So they had a, so I think the decision was they had a, a prosthetic mask of him, yeah. but no one wanted to act beside it, was, it because it it's too freaky. Yeah, I yeah. also heard that. Um, so that's a that's a little factoid I've put down there. So we're we're, we're getting there, mate. We're on twenty two. I have a feeling we're not going to get a hundred. <laughs> Probably not the best time we start. We know. No, no it's, yeah, because absolutely nothing happens in this movie. Um, <laughs> but it's it's a background to the story though, because I didn't like the the right the 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 guy that did the original comic, uh, the James O'Barr, He decided to do it to try and relieve the anger that he had because his girlfriend was, or his fiance was killed. She was killed by a, uh, a drunk driver or something. So I think that's why it's quite dark, because I think one of the interviews pretty much just says that with every page, it just felt as if he was just spewing this bile. So it was a real it was a real, a real, real hate project for him. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Gee, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's bad. Um, there... I miss loads of what I consider fun stuff, uh, but uh, our listeners may not agree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I pointed out earlier on, detectives can suspend beat cops now. Uh, yeah, that's it. Oh, the apartment block. As she goes into the apartment block and he's there, it's like the apartment in Home Alone 2. You know, I'm expecting a, a, to to to, uh, to put some paint cans on a bit of rope. Yeah, it's, it's down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really sort of got that sort of feel to it. The whole thing, yeah. doesn't it? Are you you guys had enough, or do you want some more? <laughs> You're hungry wow. for more. Um, and, and and the point I made was, it looks like when they're on the rooftop, it looks like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. You know the you know that that first Turtles movie. From 1991. No, the secret of the ooze. No, yeah, the very first one. Right, so yeah, I yeah. Thought, oh, it looks like it. But then at the end of the movie, I was kind of like, yeah, I just want to have a look at a few bits and pieces about the characters. Um, and I actually saw a bit that says that they used the same set or the same, same part of a city as the Turtles movie. Um, and as something else, but like an idiot, I didn't make a note of it. So there you go. There's another factoid. Get that jotted down. Movie yeah, because it one. is the turtles movie. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> and then she says, "I remember your song. It can't rain all the time." Well, she's obviously never been to Glasgow, has she? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we've got the it can rain all the time yeah yeah <laughs> don't, don't we know that um so we move on from that bit do we move on from that bit you're gonna have to help me here I, i'm really struggling to keep track of this bad movie so uh, i think the next i think there's a the next scene back in the nightclub oh yeah and i'd said that this nightclub um, Trash. It looks like the place that Catwoman and Penguin meet in Batman Returns. Yeah, <laughs> it's got that vibe of it. That whole <laughs> vibe, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. But, uh, the whole gang's there. And to be honest, I, I actually thought that this was a bit. So this is obviously a bit where they're trying to protect Skank, and they're all just sitting around. So I suspected that this was where he bit the bullet. 
I hate to say that as a horrible expression, actually, when when he got because there was so many shots fired, I thought it must have been that scene. Oh right, yeah. But apparently it wasn't. It was a, it was a scene with um, Fun Boy. Oh right, okay. So that that scene was never meant to be in this. It was never scripted, and it was put in last minute by the director. So he must feel like an absolute shit. So yeah, that's that's where that happened. And there's loads of like loads of bullets in this bit, isn't there? Actually, mm. quite a good little kind of gunfight. Yep. Um, and that's the only time you see, it seems see any sort of sort of martial art, but it's only sort of a self-defensive sort of martial art, yeah. not like a kung fu. But yeah, I like that. But so some good sequences in it. You could argue that he's wasted in this, couldn't you? Pretty much. Yeah. Um, so then. Eric's the only one left. The police turn up. He gets away. So, that, 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 but did you notice that? So he throws one boy out. You know, he throws Skank out the window. But then, when the police come in and says, "Move or we shoot," he puts his hands up. But then he does like a sort of he dance to the side. Did you notice? Oh, I did. He actually does like a like a sort of sidestep dance to the side, and then just disappears, and jumps out the window. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, they then discover that it's the crow. That, that's keeping him from being from being killed, um, which so, before you before you go on that, um, I don't know if it's just me. There's a couple of things that I picked up from a movie, and it's annoying me because I like there's a lot of things, a lot of references I hear through noise. A couple of things I picked up in this movie is one of them was at that the, the shooting scene. So at the shooting scene, they throw someone out a window. No one bats an eyelid, but then a second person goes through the window, and the music in the club stops. And then there's music in the background. That music to me sounds like the music from the Terminator movie at the end when Sarah's being chased by the actual Terminator monster through that factory. It's got that sort of metal it's metallic not like, vibe. No, no, no. Yeah, and and another. Little thing I as well. I'm going to go back here because this this annoyed me for ages. But at the pawn shop when Gideon and Gideon's pawn shop goes on fire, and Eric meets um, Officer Albright for the first time, they have a conversation, and then he's distracted, and Eric disappears. When he disappears, there's a little laugh. That little laugh, I'm sure, is the same sort of laugh that's in Escape from New York. When Nate right. Pliskin meets a character called Romero, he's got the sort of blonde hair, and he gets the tape from him. But there's a, a little laugh in that that's exactly the same. I, I, I don't Do you know. Think it's a, uh, it could be. I, I think these could be just little references, a wee sort of nods. I'm hoping so because uh, as soon as I hear them and see them, I'm all over them. <laughs> um. So we then get to the bit where he's looking for the last of them. Um, also, one point I've got to make is Eric is the least goth name ever. Eric isn't a very goth name. Eric is kind of like a yeah. Beano character. <laughs> yeah, may as well just call, may just call him Bernard. Why don't you just call him Bernard and get it over and done, me? Black was always a bit gothy. Um, so um, they go to the cemetery. Sarah meets him at the grave. Um, yeah, a couple of things with that. There. So first of all, so before that happens, I think um, there's a little nod to Brandon Lee because, as you say, the kids run by him, and there's a really slow mo shot where the sort of the kids are run by with torches, 
and illuminate his face, and it just sort of slows down to that part. So I think that's a little sort of little nod to uh, Brandon, Brandon Lee. All right. Okay. Yeah, and when when he gets to that part, um, Sarah comes and meets up with him. So that bit infuriates me as well because when they have that conversation and she leaves, um, Grange kidnapped her straight away. How the hell does he know that that she's in to do with Eric Draven? I mean, really? Where where, where did that come from? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. I, 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 I can't. I mean, it was it was Saturday night. I watched it. When, when were, you drink, were you drinking? Were you drinking? Um, oh, maybe had a couple of brew dogs. Um, yeah. So they go up into the church, uh, which is Batman, isn't it? It's the like most the gothic the church you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, yeah they've literally Tim, just Tim, Tim Tim Burton's like, wait a minute. Did they take my step? Because it does. It just looks like the the nineteen eighty nine Batman. It does. It really does. It does. Um, I made a point, and I, I can't seem... I, I don't know who it is, so you're going to have to remind me. But the point, the, the thing I'd written down was um, they killed the villain like he was in the birds. Who, who gets killed and there's loads so, of birds No, it's not the birds. So I, I get that as well. So Micah gets uh, pecked in the eyes by the bird. But to me, it wasn't the birds. It was more reminiscent of um, Omen 2. So in Omen 2, one of the characters um, gets blinded by uh, a crow or a raven, we don't know, um, and then walks in front of a truck. So that's I think that's maybe a nod to that because she okay. came to the same end. Is is it really a nod to all these things? Or is the director <laughs> just a hack? Maybe um, just a hack stealing uh, well, well, we'll come to him in a minute. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, so the, the, the crow gets him. Um, yeah, um, he, they have the sword fight with the. Oh yeah. The, 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 the is it the weather vane? Yeah, like a rubbish <laughs> Highlander. It really was. I was expecting lightning at any point, but there was actually none. <laughs> um, so they go up the um, spiral staircase. Um, Mika grabs the crow. She grabs a crow. Uh, yeah, because there's a big shootout with Tony Todd um, as well, isn't there? I, I keep calling Tony Todd. I should call him. Oh, no, no, that's uh, fine. I, I'm calling these people. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's that scene with uh, Tony Todd. Um, she grabs a crow, runs up. I think Sarah's up in the belfry, and then um, I think uh, big, big Dollar goes up and takes her away while my car. I, can't, um, I think it's Micah, Mika, Micah. Yeah. Um, she That's where she falls. Yeah, so she's ready to shoot Eric Draven and then pisses a crow off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so then up on the roof, um, she she's holding on to like this really wet roof. <laughs> yeah, that kid. <laughs> like, what? Like, it's like, like Spider-Man, go-go web. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's never going to happen. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, you know, something like "I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss you when I kill you," or something like that. It's really stupid. Um, yeah, it's not the best. I think the monologue at the end, especially when he's saying "My daddy always said" and that sort of thing. I think these some of them are just like, do you know what? Just stop, just stop saying these things now. And then he falls off the roof backwards, which looks like the shredder. 
in Turtle in that Turtles movie as he's falling through the air from that building. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I was going to say Hans Gruber, but you don't see Hans Gruber's legs. No, you, you don't. No, you don't. Uh, <coughs> and then he lands on that gargoyle, um, which made me, which made me think of um, the original The Omen. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, the, 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 weather, the weather vane lands on Is it a weather vane lands on him? I think so. But yeah, yeah, is that... Um, am I conflating it with the bit is out that, of... Pa- um, Patrick Troughton? Yes, it is Patrick Troughton. Uh, <laughs> Kirsty, <laughs> you'll be, your, 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 uh, your fiancé will be delighted <laughs> you've referenced some, uh, some Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Yeah, um, I had to get yeah. Perhaps I'm, I'm conflating that with the bit from the end of um, Hot Fuzz... Where uh, where James Bond slips on the uh, the Summerfield van and oh, lands with his, through the jaw. That's so gross. Yes, my heart. That's horrible. That's horrible. That is pretty rotten. That is pretty it's rotten. rotten. <laughs> Great movie, by the way. Um, yeah, it really is. Really good. Yeah, hundred of that. Oh, two hundred. Um, so Eric grabs Sarah uh, and like <clears> needs to. She's absolutely fine. Um, and then just and just gives Albright a cigarette who decides to stop smoking at that very moment. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, but he does tell him at the beginning, these things will kill you, and I'm like, not like a bullet will. Um, no, he should know. Yeah, and then uh, buggers uh, off. Yeah. Uh so he vanishes, uh goes to the grave. Minus then, any minus makeup is all uh, white. Yeah, you yeah. notice that it was all white. Yeah, and then and then they kind of skip off the highway to heaven. Um, and then, yeah, then Sarah goes to the grave. It's, it's closed up once again. So, uh, and the crow's there um, with the ring. With the ring, yeah, that's right. Drops it in Sarah's hand, and Sarah says. Buildings burn, people die, real love is forever, which is one of those sickening lines that in early days of the internet, I remember being everywhere, you know, like, yeah. kind of like, like true 98, 99 kind of, yeah, but there's going to be Lycos message board. <laughs> there's going to be a revival. Everybody likes retro. There's going to be a revival uh, soon. They're not going to come back. How has this utter dog shit not been remade is it's my query. Um, <laughs> I think it's a bit of a it's a bit of a trope now, though, isn't it? Um, yeah. You know, it's it's bad. The film closes with the words for Brandon and Eliza, um, and she she was his partner. I think she was an actor as well. Rachel was saying she's been looking up. She was an actor as well, um, and and the movie ends with um, with possibly the worst music on any soundtrack it's real kind of like every everything except for that cure song is like you know like the beginning of the you wouldn't steal a car you wouldn't steal a, you know like that a bit of a bike yeah you wouldn't steal a helicopter yeah yeah you wouldn't you wouldn't download a car what hang on eh? that doesn't work the internet isn't is the internet's in its infancy it's 1994 um uh, and and I, I love credits anyway. I'll always watch the credits. The thing and something that I learned here was there's such a job as a crow wrangler. Uh, crow wrangler was well, one apparently of the one of the crows went on to start in the other films. I can't remember the name of the crow's name. Oh well, so one of the crows went to start in the other films. That's another fact. Um, but I learned when I went to CEX that there are three further films. Hmm. Um, or two further films and a TV series. Because yes. I initially picked up 
the crow three. I don't know, as the crow flies or something. <laughs> <laughs> crow, <laughs> crow West. Crow West. <laughs> um, but that had um, oh Mary Jane out of Spider Man. Who's Mary Jane in Spider? Kirsten Dunst is in there. Oh wow, really? Yeah, yeah. That and obviously Melancholia, but that's a different story. Oh, uh, yes, <laughs> because I picked up the second or the third one and took it to the counter. Um, and as as the young man was kind of was kind of ringing it up, I saw and I just saw in the corner of one of the stickers it said like like Crow Salvation or something, Terminator Crow Salvation. And I was like, oh, <laughs> no, this isn't the movie I want actually. Um, and he went, I said, I want the Crow. And he said, okay, um, I'll have a look, see if it's on the system. So he looked on the system and he went, oh, yeah, we've got two copies. Uh, I said, all right. He says, it's under C. It should be. Uh, He says, I'll go and get it for you. So I stood there with with this kind of queue of spotty, sweaty, greasy-faced, greasy head. You know, like the the kid on The Simpsons. You're so greasy. You're so greasy. Like, all looking really, really angry at me. Uh, And then he came back with it, and he said, is this the one you wanted? And I was like, I say I wanted it. Uh, My friend and I are doing a podcast. Uh, I'm watching it for that. Um, And he went, okay. Well, you'll want this one as well, won't you? I said, mate, I don't even want this one. How <laughs> <laughs> many dare you, sir? Yes. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so I learned there was a... The, the, there was Crow a, Wrangler. But the, yeah, so Crow Wrangler. So you're telling me that the Crow is in the other films? So one of them, uh, one of the, the Crows went on to start in the other films. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the name of my heart. It's like Star or Willow or something. <laughs> Come on, Frederick. Come on, Willow as well. It's. I would. I wonder if it's one of the long line of crows that have always been acting in Hollywood, like the one in. Um, um, it's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> oh God! The, the original It's a Wonderful Life movie for like it's my great 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 grandpa was in It's a Wonderful Life with, <laughs> with, Jimmy, with I'm, Jimmy Stewart. With Jimmy Stewart. I'm from I'm from fifty generations of crow actors. <laughs> I'm fifty fourth generation Raven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My great 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 grandma always used to tell stories of her great 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 grandfather saying. Jimmy Stewart was like a father to me. No bad Jimmy Stewart impressions. Very. My uncle starred in Dumbo. <laughs> yeah, my uncle was a racist. We have uh, since exercised him from the family. We no longer talk about racist Uncle Jeff. Um, so, the <laughs> goodness. Um, so, um, Shelley Webster. The character's called Shelley Webster. Yep, Shelley Webster. Um, are Shelley and Webster not two Barbie dolls? Were they not like the little Barbie kids? I'm sure they were I'm called sure they were. Webster. I'm sure they were. Um, the director's Alex Proyas. Now, this guy makes shit. This guy makes utter garbage. Um, I can't think. Well, I think he made... The most recent one I think he made was something, Gods of... Something. Gods of Egypt. Is that it? That's rotten. I've yeah. never seen it. I didn't, I, I'm uh, not anti-biblical things anymore. I used to, after Ben Hur, I'm off it. Uh, I liked Ben, but I didn't like her. Uh, <laughs> like that, that joke's older than you, John. But I know that is. That was yeah. written on the bloody Ten Commandments. <laughs> on, on the stone tablet. So Alex, Alex Proyas, um, one movie that he did direct, which is very, very good, uh, is Dark City. 
Yes. Yeah. And you can see influences of that. Absolutely. On this. Especially, the, the, as you say, with the rooftop scenes, especially the beginning, the, a lot of the rooftop stuff was, even the Matrix, I think they took a lot from Dark City, so Dark City was... I, both great. filmed in Australia. Both filmed the same year, I think, on the same set. I'm sure they were. I'm sure that's... Dark, Dark City and the Matrix, I think, were released maybe a maybe year, a year. Right. They were filmed on the same same thing. Um, iRobot, the guy directed iRobot, Oh, I don't know how that's I feel about that. That's, that's just that's just like a that, that's a machine that just wants you to buy Converse, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Audi. Absolutely. Get yourself an Audi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Product placement, left, right, and center. Two thousand and nine. Knowing. Oh, that, that? oh, yeah, that's when that, that that's when Nicholas Cage was bombing, and I remember the film itself was, a, yeah. Yeah, Rosebird. No yeah, no and other than that, um, a bunch of Sting music videos. Yeah, I seen a, a, a lot of his early stuff. Looks as if he used to do a lot of yeah music videos. Maybe I should have stuck to that. Get it? Yeah, get in the bin, mate. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, I made a note of who was in it. We've talked about all those. Um, yeah, I, I did. I, I hated it. I hated the credits. <laughs> Stone Temple Pilots, Nine Inch Nails, covering Joy Division, one of my favourite bands, uh, Rage Against, uh, Jesus and Mary Chain, Henry Rollins' band, Pantera. So must, thought, 94 must have been the last time anyone had ever mentioned. I thought Henry Rollins was um, actually in the film. See the guy that, um, that skank, uh, skank crashes into and he's uh-huh. like, when he got out of the car from his side, I actually thought that was Henry Rollins. Just Is it? Like yeah, to be honest, I need to look, but it's uh, right. Wow, okay. <laughs> um, anything to add? Uh, no. <laughs> I think we've got no. Oh, by the way, that crow's dead. Uh, <laughs> the crow actor is long dead. I'm always keen to uh, point out that animal actors removed. No, it's not. I'm not going to. I'm like, well, I guess it is. I'll make a note of that because let's just be honest, John. It's not going to make much difference. No. Um, really. we, <laughs> so we were looking to get a hundred things that we learned from the crow. Um, <laughs> God, it's a first attempt at the end of the day. It probably wasn't the best film to start with, but it's a start. It's a start. You, it's, it's, you, it's a film I've not watched in years. It's a film you, you've not seen. Do you want to hazard a guess as to how many things I've got written down here? Uh, Between us. 39. 28. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that's including mines, the uh, changing gun laws. Uh, <laughs> short and black and white. Oh, yeah, man. That's, that's, that's including people that are in Miller's Crossing. Yeah, it's wow. it's it's not great. Um, wow. <laughs> but, you know, I, I don't know about you. I've enjoyed it. Um, it was fun. That was a point. We'll certainly do it again. There's some editing to do. There's some uh, so, some work to do on it. Um, and 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 we'll we'll see how we get on. We'll have a chat about another about another one coming up. Um, yeah. See if we can refine the the, the, the process a little bit. Um, and I'm hopefully, people at home have enjoyed it. Give us a give us a bit of feedback. Um, <laughs> if if you can, if if that's possible. From 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 this, um, but also you know let us let us know what uh, let us know what you think. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
Yep, definitely. But no, no, I look forward to the next one. That was that was that was rather enjoyable, even though you hated the film. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Look, I mean, if my my life is littered with films that I, I've I've hated, um, so you know, it's uh, it's. It is what it is. Um, I, won't, I won't take it to heart. I won't take it to heart. To <laughs> well, I'll, I'll pick the next movie and you can slag that. Sounds uh, good. I can do that. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I've been, I've been Mark Plant. And I've been John Watson. Uh, thank you for listening to 28 Things We've Learned About the Crow. <laughs> See you again. <laughs>